Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. The line is muted. Only the host can unmute your line. Raise your hand using star 2 so the host knows when you want to speak. Yo, bone sound check, sound check. What's today's topic? Didn't you read the email? No, I didn't. Oh no! Come on, bone. Come on, man. Oh, are we going? Um, countries. What are we, what are we talking no. about? Hold on, let me get my throat cleared. You know, I had this problem every week. When I start the show is with my voice, but no capital. You know what? Maybe she's probably Wendy Williams thing. She has a some tea and a throws a cough drop in it. A tea with a cough drop in it. She throws uh, a cough drop when she does her show live. Yeah, I uh, I do uh, tea, lemon, and honey. Throw a cough drop in there. And I just went in and and gargled. And, Maybe uh, she'll dusty off. Hmm? Maybe she'll dusty off. Oh, no. Bone, come on, man. It's all good. It's your dusty off. You know what? I do got a little dust in here. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. I better tighten it up. Yep. Pull out the pledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll handle it. All right. Let me start shutting things down. Put you on mute for a minute.
Unmuted. All right, all right. Welcome to T25CL Entertainment Galaxy Talk Radio United. We stand is the name of my show, and I'm your host, Galaxy Chief Andre Ward. It's Saturday, September 22nd, 2018. The time is currently 10 a.m. here on the West Coast. It's 56 degrees here in Oakland, 65 in Los Angeles, 64 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. 73 in New York, 53 in London, 81 in Lagos, and 73 in Nairobi, Kenya. All right, let's just do a little promo for those of you who are tuning in for the first time and listening all over the world. I'm going to tell you a little bit about herself. And so those of you who already know us, kind of bear with me for a minute. T2VICL Entertainment is your platform for digital entertainment. Please listen to our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week radio show featuring jazz, R&B, blues, hip-hop, and gospel music, also West African music as well. Check out the many music artists with available CDs for downloading to your listening devices. We have six radio talk shows. On Sunday, we'll be featuring 101 with King Coco. Monday, we have Compton Politics with Lorenzo Murphy. On Tuesday, we have The Mothership with Dr. Nimana Kwaku. And on Wednesday, we have The Star of United We Stand, Rosalind Jordan Mills, and Rosalind's Corner. Thursday, you will hear Soul Vibrations with Corey Jeffries. And on Saturdays, my show, United We Stand, with yours truly. Check out our website for times and login information for each show on Galaxy Talk Radio. We here at Galaxy Talk Radio are not professional broadcasters. We offer a platform for independent artists, filmmakers, and writers to advertise what they do and also for the listening audience to call in and meet our artists as well as expressing themselves on what is going on in the world. As you know, United We Stand was named after our film, United We Stand but the intent was to bring attention to the black economy on a global basis. Our intent is to reach across America and across the globe to build a universal economy and to make a new trading partners abroad. I have said before that our spending capacity here in the United States is about $1.3 trillion and growing annually would be equivalent to the seventh greatest economy in the world. The problem is the circulation of our wealth in our communities and with other Black-owned businesses in the U.S. and Black-on-Black corporate crime. When dollars are not recirculated and invested in the community, we have business failures and massive unemployment as we do today. For those of you listening in on our website, if you want to call in and ask questions or make a comment, call 605-562-0444. And our show code is 139283. What's going on with T25CL? Please visit our website at www.t25cl.com. Listen to the free 30-second clip of our music artists, such as Charles Small, Brenda Lee Egger, Mark Allen Felton, Rosalind Jordan Mills, Ranzel Merritt, Myron Edwards, Hunk Brownie, Cartier Jonez, and Mr. Gates, Kimba, 
Young Bobby and Lexi, Wally Taylor, Chet Willis, Five Tipping Men, Lori Wainwright. Check out the Kev Choice trailer and rent the film. Also go to the page of Sandra Smith Films. She has four films on our site. And of course, the granddaddy of all United We Stand. Our show today is titled No Capital, No Unity Part Two. Since our last our show last week, when we were discussing this subject matter, I've been getting questions since our last call. What is this? What is your African thing? What is this all about? Why do you have this um, offending, um, this such this, this affiliation with Africa? But this may sound condescending, but it is a fair question for those of you who not who are not informed of such matters. So I decided to give everyone a, a brief history on how all of this came about. So in about June of 2000, I'm going to recant a little history here, and then we'll get into uh, the other finance subject matters. In about June of 2000, I was introduced to uh, boxer uh, Bash Ali by a, a lifelong friend, uh, Derek Jones. And we met Vashun, so we hung out with him for a few weeks. And he was telling us about this um, event that he wanted to do, which was a, a world uh, championship fight in Lagos, Nigeria. So we talked about it, talked about it, and talked about it. And so we decided to go to Nigeria, check this thing out. And so we did. We went there had press conferences and we decided to go ahead and promote um, the event and so we went did our marketing and promotions and this was around july of 2000 and then we came back home for a few weeks and then we returned back to nigeria somewhere around the latter part of august and then we did a world championship fight on september 9th of 2000. Uh, we uh, successfully won the WBF uh, Cruiserweight Championship against the current uh, champion at the time, Terry Ray. We won the fight. And then when I came back home is when I started meeting various uh, artists. I started meeting people in motion picture business, the music business, and so forth, and people in the LA. And then around 2005, 2006 or so, uh, came up, but I used to co-own a, a cosmetology school here in Oakland. And then we got approached by some people from uh, Paramount Studios who had this idea that with your cosmetology school, it would be a great idea to uh, help promote Queen Latifah's film uh, at the time, which was uh, Beauty Shop. And so we did. So we entered into a national competition and we came in first place and um, after that uh, uh, got approached by some people that uh, hey you ought to do a film about uh, this cosmetology school and so just to make a long story shorter uh, we put together a, a a film script that got revised over and over and over and over <laughs> and the name of that film went from beauty school to sins of 72. Uh, Student of 72 is a very cutting edge um, script, and we hope to be in production with that next year, finally. And once again, I can do a whole show on Sins of 72. But the Africa experience started there, 
uh, in 2000. It moved towards getting involved with entertainment and then with T25CL Entertainment around uh, the year 2010 or so. And then about five years later, this whole United Nations thing popped up um, uh, about uh, uh, the uh, Millennium uh, Development Goals and getting 1 billion people off of the poverty rolls by originally it was 2015, and then it shifted to 2030. And so they asked us to do some participation along with that. We did a concert in LA, and with the concert, we converted it to a motion picture project that was dedicated towards Africa and the elimination of poverty throughout throughout Africa. So all of this stuff kind of tied together. Uh, the fight in Nigeria moving forward through uh, since the 72, then with United We Stand, all of this stuff sort of played a role and kind of tied together to where we are right now because in being involved with United We Stand opened up my relationship with various Millennium Development Goals ambassadors, the youth development ambassadors throughout Africa in Nigeria and Ghana and in Tanzania, Malawi, and just all down through the region. And these brothers and sisters throughout the continent, they're very sharp, very energetic, very smart. And uh, and they're all the friends of mine, and we communicate constantly. They've been on these Galaxy Talk radio shows on, on my show, United We Stand, which was named after our film, United We Stand. And so that kind of led us to where we are now. And subsequently, this whole fight thing, where it all started back in 2000, is now kind of coming back home again. It's running full circle. And uh, my boxer, Bash Ali, you know, he's an older fighter now. He's, he's about 60 years old, but he's in tremendous shape and he's very dedicated. But his thing is he really wants to help the people of Nigeria. And he's using this platform of boxing to escalate his, his real main goals. His main goal is not boxing, but it's the people of Nigeria and to get rid of poverty and to help as many people as possible. And so myself and others have decided to go on this crusade uh, along with him. And his thing is to win this uh, championship and be the oldest fighter to uh, win a uh, legitimate uh, championship fight and become champion of the world. And so over the past few uh, months, um, that's when I uh, met Brother I.B., Brother Coco, Brother Mukwa, and several other people who are looking forward to making this thing happen. And we use our platform with entertainment along with boxing and to uh, do some great things throughout Africa this would be a start. I mean, we can do our initial event in Nigeria, and then we'll move on to other parts of Africa. But it's more than boxing. It's more than entertainment. It's about bringing hope um, to the continent. And now getting to 
this whole thing about no capital and no unity that we spoke on uh, last week. You know, and I did speak on the uh, the GCR, uh, the global currency reset. And so what I'll do is just go over some talking points and some things that I've heard this week on other shows. And so, as you know, I do listen to other shows and other talking points. And what I do is I bring these things forward because um, with these things coming true and and prosperity packages, and uh, this could fit in to our global agenda when, I'm not going to say if, but I'm just going to say when it happens, and then we won't have to be beholding to anyone to do anything. So let me just go over some talking points, and then we'll go to the boards for those of you who, are, who have called in. We heard from TNT that the rates on the foreign currencies would be locked in today. Saturday, the 22nd, and that the um, the uh, uh, banks were eager to begin the exchanges between now and the 25th of September. Okay, September 20th, Iraq was given an ultimatum to, to have their new dinar rate out by Monday the 24th. It was expected to be published in the Iraqi Gazette on Saturday the 22nd, which is today. Tier 4 Group B, Internet Group, would have 21 days to redeem their ZIM after the 800 numbers came out. There was still a variety of people to get out of the way in order for the RV to go smoothly. September 20th, there was a very important call from U.S. Treasury and Trump that went out to the banks and 7,200 redemption centers and exchange locations throughout the country. There was a set date that was to go, that was uh, to be within days. The Chinese elders had been paid and there were 21 tranches of money going out Thursday night, September 20th. The Zen platforms would be paid out on Friday night, September 21st. There was a number of announcements that would, would come out on September 21st. You would, have to, you would have up to $10 million in liquidity available 32 hours of your exchange. Willie's truth call, no RFV until Nasara is released. Okay, these are the talking points that are out there right now. And there's a lot of people in anticipation of this happening. And this is the way people are going to be funding their projects, their dreams, and their hopes. And so with this happening, this will enable all of us to get some things done, to expand on our, on, on our facilities and to hire people and to do our film projects and to do various other things. But it's not for us to enrich ourselves, to be driving around in Cadillacs and GTOs and fur coats and diamond rings. This is for us to get out here and to employ as many people as possible and to recirculate the dollars into our communities and to end global poverty. So let's hear from you. Let's go to the boards. Let's go to let's go to Gina five one oh. How you doing today, my sister? I'm fine. I'm just listening. What's... I don't have any questions. I don't have anything to say yet. 
What? You don't have any questions? Whoa. No, I mean about Jacera or any of that. No, I'm just kind of sitting back and observing and seeing to see if it happens. Yeah, I know. I know. And when it does happen, like I said, I'm not going to say if. I'm going to say when because I want to remain as optimistic as possible because uh, there's some of us that's been involved with this thing for 10 years and 11 years and 12 years and nine years and people are getting frustrated and tired of hearing the narrative and people want to get things to going and stuff. And it's just been some tragedies along the way. A lot of people that have been involved uh, with this have died off. And people who we were used to hearing on the uh, on the calls, you know, have, have died, and um, and it's just a shame. But we anticipate this thing happening, so we'll have uh, further news uh, this weekend. And even on the fight, we should be having some uh, uh, news uh, next week. So too. Where is the fight going to be? Is it going to be here in the states or? In no, it, it, it's going to be, we're going home with it. We're going home. And uh, it will be uh, outside of a, a Bougia. When, when I call him Brother Ivy, he can tell you exactly uh, where it's going to be. And so uh, we're looking forward to that. And all it takes is the economics to make it happen. So um, hold tight, man. We'll go to our next call. It should be Brother Ivy. This Brother Ivy, are you there? Uh, I did, yeah. How are you today, sir? Oh, yeah. Hey, I, I did, yeah. How are we doing today? Oh, we're doing just... Me? I can hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you. Yes, sir. So I hope you heard all of my talk. What'd you say? I heard of all your talking points. You're right, right on the money. So yeah. uh, we'll be looking up uh, towards the um, uh, Guinness Book of World Record uh, being made in the continent of Africa. And uh, the fight is slated to be at one of the newest stadiums in Africa, which is the second most uh, technologically advanced uh, stadium, second to uh, where the World Cup finals was played in South Africa. So we're looking at closing out the year 2018, probably, but most definitely on the 29th of uh, December. So it's gonna be more of a homecoming and let's just have, uh, go have a Santa Claus kind of a, uh, have a little bit of a tan in Africa. Mm, that's right. That's right. And our Santa Claus in Africa doesn't come through the chimney. He comes from the bush. He's a good brother. No, Santa Claus, Santa Claus, Santa Claus is in a dark skin. He's <laughs> 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 a different Santa Claus. Hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir. But no, we are definitely looking forward. Uh, to this event happening, and um, once we get the official green light go on this thing, we're hoping for the early part of next week, maybe mid next week, or maybe in the latter part of next week, um, uh, then that's when the work really begins, because <laughs> um, as soon as we get uh, final confirmation, 
then uh, we got to do what we got to do. We got to get out of here and do the initial press conferences and get the ball rolling. We got a lot of negotiations and stuff to do. We have a tremendous amount of work to do, but it's going to be some good work, good work to do, and uh, we're looking forward to it. So um, for for people who don't know much about uh, uh, Nigeria and Abuja and the uh, area where we're going to have the fight, what what can you tell the people about the Aquibo area? And yes, Aquaibo. Aquaibo, yeah. And the city, the city is Uyo. Could be Google. That is the capital of Aquaibo State. And it's one of the richest uh, oil producing states. So I think uh, it would be beneficial for those of us in business because uh, quite a bit of business is being done there. And um, uh, most of those going down there to do business are like Harry Burton and them. So what about the Main Street uh, American business? What about the mom and pops? What yes, about uh, going there to have a Louisiana kitchen? Yeah, they have El Toro Poco. I saw El Toro Poco. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I cracked up. I said, wait a minute. Hey, where's the Popeye? <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, then that's something I think we were discussing that yesterday, how the corporations are coming in and they are benefiting economically uh, with Africa. But the us as individuals, we have not had that type of opportunity to do so, but the major corporations are coming in and prospering in the billions and billions of dollars. But now it's our turn to take control of our destiny with our, our homeland. So it's time to do it. And so when we did that fight back in um, 2000, it was the first uh, world championship uh, fight um, since the Ali Foreman fight in Zaire. But it was the first world championship fight in Nigeria since about 63 when Johnny the Fly uh, did a world championship fight in uh, around 62, 63. In, uh, in Nigeria. And so um, every time we do an event of this magnitude in Africa, it's always going to be setting some type of a record or some type of precedence in, uh, in Africa. So looking forward to pulling this one off, brother. Brother Ivy, are you still there? Oh, I'm here. Okay. I'm with you. Okay, cool. All right, let's go back to Sister Gina. Do you have any questions regarding Africa or anything? Any no. removing mm -hmm. some of the mystique of Africa, some of the myths? I mean, you know, the myths are what they are. Uh, they never show the, the pretty size of Africa when you see the visualizations on TV. Go to the Wild yeah. Kingdom for that. Yeah, so right. That's, that's neither here nor there. Um, but that's an important point. Uh, 
that's an important point because you know us growing up in the 60s and 70s especially in the 60s when they used to show the old tarzan films and stuff and and here it is we're up here thinking that people swinging around in trees and and all of that kind of crap you know and and here's a, a, a white man there with a white woman and a monkey just going around beating up on all the africans and and making friends with the uh, with the animals. Well, you know, it, I, I I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but it, you know, I do. Well, I'm watching some of my other news channels. Um, and there's a lot of corruption there, so it's, it's not like you know. I I just watch something that's actually affecting the U.S., but I'm not I'm not governed in foreign affairs to even speak on it. But I do find it interesting. I think I sent you guys um, a copy of that. Well, yeah, you're, you at it or not. Well, you're right about the corruption. And when I was in Nigeria, yeah. I had a discussion uh, with this brother about uh, corruption in Nigeria, commonly called 419s. And uh, he said, look, man, we learn how to be crooks from you guys. Uh, the Americans <laughs> are the ones that, that taught us how to do this stuff. And that made a lot of sense in in what he was saying, because you you know when you know the further you go to the east, the more of a peaceful person that you will become. Man becomes more deviant when he comes to the west, and here in United States is you know we're as far as west that as you can go before you start returning back to the east but people over there at at one point in time lived in peace and they're very spiritual people and 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 had good lives you know didn't necessarily drive around in in Cadillacs and Rolls Royces you know in in certain conditions throughout the times but um but they were living in peace. And then when the Europeans came in with their thing and, and robbing and stealing and, and, and extracting the riches from Africa, I mean, you saw that beginnings of it in the Shaka Zulu film when they came in there. Then you saw it during the slave trade when, when tens of millions of, of Africans were taken uh, from there and then brought over here to the Americas to build this place up into a heaven. But the, the African people were invaded by the Europeans and also by the people in the Americas. And then when the Europeans decided to come into South Africa and build a heaven, in South Africa because, you know, diamonds and stuff were just laying there in the sand. And then you had the diamonds, the gold and other minerals and then the, the oil. And uh, Brother Ivy was telling me yesterday on the, the richness of the oil there in, in Nigeria, commonly called it the sweet crude oil and how it got to um, that state. And so and then you can also go into the countryside and see the the beauty of, of Africa as, as well. And then you can see the developed 
uh, aspect of it. And then you can see the indigenous people as well when you do go out into the villages and stuff. So, uh, can I brother, go ahead, Brother Ivy? Yeah, um, I just need to share my experience uh, coming to America in 1976. Uh, my first seeing a lion, first time I was 22 years when I came. Seeing a lion and seeing a, an elephant. Was that Great America? No, uh, Marine Wall, Africa, USA, Redwood City. Yep. <laughs> With San Mateo. Yep. Because growing up in the city, I think uh, uh, go, we went from Maurice Minor to Land Rovers, and now what is pretty much involved there is any high range American cars, the Cadillacs. And then mm -hmm. the, the uh, railroad rovers and then German cars, Mercedes and BMWs. Uh, before, uh, when I was growing up, as a, as a well, soccer player, uh, well, goalkeeper, and was pretty much up there, uh, we, we used to kind of uh, be carried around by the government officials in Citron, as <laughs> in the 70s. So all the films are still a part of uh, disinformation and brainwashing because if there is nothing going on there, why is Kentucky Fried Chicken popping up everywhere? And Walmart is going there. So there's economic power. Anyway, um, I just wanted to kind of dissuade all this uh, misinformation and disinformation that is still, you uh, know, Looping around, especially uh, with the uh, big week uh, uh, there in Washington, uh, D.C., that doesn't really give a hood if, uh, if the blood vanishes on the earth. Right. And so that's uh, um, another one of the myths right there. So you never saw a lion or an elephant until you came here. You never saw one in, in Africa. But he is old. 22 years old. Yeah. Not even in our backyard. Our backyard, we have an oil mill, which mm -hmm. is palm oil. We don't buy uh, vegetable oil from the market. Never. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. it's milk. All is natural fruits, and nobody puts anything. And then the drink that we have, which is alcoholic beverage, is palm wine. And palm wine comes from a tree. It grows mm -hmm. there. And it's, it's what is being uh, pretty much uh, sold uh, through uh, chemical adulteration, which is nothing but uh, 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 gin and uh, lemon juice, uh, a lemonade. That is a smell of ice. <laughs> you know, That's what, what I want... Uh, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's strange, too, is because is when I went to Africa in, in 2000, and just talking to Africans over there, they, they never saw a lion. They never saw that stuff. They never saw the elephants. They but never saw... They, yeah, yeah they, they never have seen them. And then it was shocking to them when I told them, here where we are in the Oakland, San Francisco, San Jose area, we have lions walking around here. You know, on the news the other night, you, they... <laughs> Over here in San Mateo, you can get eaten up by a lion right here. You can get eaten up 
by a lion at by uh, you just go walking up at UC Berkeley in the hills uh, a few years ago. One came down at nighttime from the hills and right down here on the streets here on the, in Berkeley in in the tree. And so you have more of an opportunity to be killed by a lion in Oakland and uh, in the surrounding towns than you do in Nigeria. And they didn't think I was telling the truth, but I spoke the truth. And damn near every week now, you'll see uh, stories about these lions uh, coming down. And and what happens is when you have these fires in the hills, it runs their food supply, the uh, the raccoons and the possums and and the squirrels and stuff. It runs them down here on the flat land, and then they have to come down here to hunt because these these lions and coyotes and and stuff they're all up there in these hills. And here in the Bay Area, and as long as the food supply remains up there in the hills, they're cool. But if there's no food supply there, guess what? They're going to come down here and start looking for your cat or your dog or whatever they can get their mouth on and to eat. And so that's what happens in the, in the food chain. So when you said that, Brother yeah. Ivy, it just kind of reminded me of something that uh, we had discussions on some years ago when when it did go uh, to Nigeria. Mm. So, so Gina, watch out. Uh, you might I get think, eaten uh, by a lion. <laughs> I think <laughs> I have a suggestion to make. Before, before we leave, we'll try to I have a couple of weeks of orientation because uh, for me coming to America, nobody gave me an orientation of uh, saying, oh, you don't have to come in the, in the winter because mm-hmm. I, I never saw snow. My first experience with snow is a whole movie by itself because I came in in January and uh, it's breaking hot over there. You know, tank tops and, uh, you know, bare-chested, uh, is you know, a little t-shirts, you know, is what we wear there in the summer, and mostly on and crowd design uh, things. Mm-hmm. But coming here in January, uh, I went through drastic mental, psychological, emotional changes, which only uh, uh, prayers kind of kept me alive in that. These were shading tree uh, leaves, and they looked like everything is dying. And I asked myself, did I really come here to die or to go to school? Because mm. everything is dying around us. And over there in Africa, trees don't unless they're about some years plus. Then they die or maybe wind. But trees just don't shade the leaves to being completely there. Else they'll chop it down and put it in a firewood. So I'm sitting there in the dorm observing these trees, shedding the leaves, and then, boom, you had to be wearing about uh, four, five layers of clothes to stay warm because those that were born here can kind of be able to adjust to the weather. Coming from Africa, it's 
even the flight was uh, very, very uh, hellish in that no blanket could keep me warm. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you this. When, when are the winter months in, in Nigeria? Uh, winter month is wet month. And, and uh, initially, before the climate change, we used to have two distinct seasons. That is the dry season and the wet season. Mm-hmm. And then in between, before the wet season, uh, no, no, before the dry season, there is the hamatan, which is the, when the wind starts blowing from the uh, 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 tropics, you know, uh, 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 from the north. And then uh, coming down, it will pick up some uh, cold desert uh, uh, wind. And when it comes down there, it's, it's very chilly, early mornings. And then the sun rises up, said by noontime, you don't feel the chill anymore. But during uh, wet season, which the wind blows, that's where you have all the typhoons that develop from the tropics. It blows uh, below the equator, coming up, deposit the water. And then, uh, like, um, about now, it's going to be... Uh, it's starting to to be a little bit of chill in the early morning because it's a uh, uh, hot season, and then it goes through December. December, uh, January is the peak of it, and yeah. then uh, by April, May, it starts raining. So by the time you have spring over there, it's wet over there in, in Nigeria. And how so cold? the exchange of. Uh, how cold is it? I'd say about about forty-five degrees. Forty-five. Okay. About forty-five. Yeah, forty. Yeah, because forty-five is silly to someone that uh, enjoys about eighty degrees, uh, seventy-five degrees, uh, most of the time. Yeah. Okay. So it's now, like tropics. Now you had mentioned the palm oil. Uh, what what are the <laughs> other fruits and vegetables that uh, are grown in Nigeria for those who? Because we're going to remove a whole lot of these myths here. What 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 type oh of fruits and vegetables are grown there? The the mangoes, you know, see, uh, fruits come in seasons. That's why you know there's no commercial agriculture. Well, lately. We have uh, some uh, Israelis and some uh, Zimbabwe farmers that were displayed, some Caucasian Zimbabwe farmers that uh, have the machinery because all, all of it is machinery because there's, uh, there's land. There's quite a bit of land to, uh, to uh, 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 do agriculture, commercial agriculture. So we have uh, mangoes and a lot of varieties of mangoes and some of the mangoes that we have, uh, none of us knows how valuable it is in some other part of the world, like uh, 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 in Trinidad and Tobago. We have a friend, uh, you, you know, uh, you've heard of him, Lenny. Yeah. So Lenny's been coming to Nigeria for a while. Yeah, so um, we normally take uh, road trips here and there because uh, I haven't been gone for over four years. Uh, uh, I do go back and forth, but flying. So I've been taking quite a bit of road trips lately. 
So here we are going from Abuja to uh, Calabar uh, with uh, Ini, who's the uh, um, who's the uh, Cross River State uh, uh, Chairman for um, Manufacturers Association of Nigeria, and then Lenny uh, lives in New York from Trinidad. Uh, these two uh, uh, marketing scientists. So. Yeah, as we were going, we saw uh, that was mango season. They have uh, basins and baskets of mangoes, varieties of them. Then he said, oh, that's Julian mango. That's Julian mango. I said, what's Julian mango? He said, that one there. It's very expensive. I said, what are you talking about? These mangoes that uh, sometimes we use it to kind of, uh, you know, uh, play, you know, stone each other, you know. So he says, no, oh, this is very expensive mango. So we pulled over, he bought almost a trunk load of those mangoes. So within, there's just a variety of mangoes that, uh, that uh, is there. Then there's guava, and then we have uh, papaya. We have all these, uh, most of these fruits that we get imported from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, even pineapple. And um, I stopped eating, primarily, I stopped eating pineapple in 1977 in the U.S. Because mm. it's an insult. It doesn't make sense. Bro. <laughs> it's one that, that almost knocked my jaw off, which was a pre, uh, it was first uh, uh, ripened, uh, 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 it didn't ripe on the vine. Because most of our pineapple, some of them, you know, some people use pineapple for India, you know, as their landscape. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, uh, the pineapple over there is always very juicy, and uh, it seems as if they put uh, some sweetener or sugar in it. You know, but it's you know straight from the vine, and we have. Um, uh, I think there's quite a bit of varieties of fruits that some of them don't even uh, don't even get uh, packaged, and that's why the the economy doesn't grow because uh, there should be a lot of uh, packaging and uh, and uh, you know and kind of a tra- uh, getting it into uh, you know some kind of uh, um, some drinks and uh, minerals. And so, so there's plenty, uh, not plenty of food in, in Nigeria, food. would you say? Is there plenty of fruit? Yeah. Fruit, but, okay. Because, fruit and- you, you know, the, the reason why I asked that question, because once again, we're, we were removing the myths uh, uh, from reality here today, because when people look at late night television shows, they see the the children starving with the flies on them and so forth. When I was in Nigeria, I didn't see anybody starving. I saw poverty. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't see anybody uh, begging for food. It, it may happen. It may exist, but uh, but it, it just seems like if you wanted to eat, that you could eat. Now people didn't have money for sure. People were living in bad conditions for sure but there seems to be an abundance of uh of food they you know you definitely have the land there to 
grow whatever you wanted to grow. But poverty on that level with the uh, absence of food, I didn't necessarily see too much of that. Well, I can I can share this that uh, everybody in Nigeria have a village, and mm-hmm. everybody have a family member. So it's those that migrate to the city, even though there might be hardship, you know, based on unavailability of work. But then there are not too many homeless people that are in camps, except that person is a lunatic. But it shan't easy and there, but they all, they, they always do well. Wherever they put their shanty thing, there's land, they start planting. And even the yeah. owner will come and say, hey, you know, and then we'll, you know, we'll harvest and share. Just like what some of the Mexicans are doing here. So um, having said that, uh, families, there's a family uh, uh, network and, you know, pretty much, uh, safety net whereby uh, no family member can go hungry uh, you know if they know where they're from just go back home mm-hmm. you go back mm-hmm. home yeah. nobody, no question asked no question asked and nobody would you say hey you've done what bad and all that stuff they would rather kill a goat and chicken to celebrate that day one of them has uh, you know, come back it's not like me going back if I go to my real village, there would be a holiday. Yeah. With my friends. <laughs> the town crier who, who said that one of us is back. Because yes. uh, what we don't know is that for all those that were kidnapped, were, that were yanked, you know, the way it was done in the 1800s, uh, there hasn't been some kind of a spiritual atonement, you know, kind of a, people have been going to the government and saying this, that, that, it don't work that way. You have to go back to the grassroots. That's where mm. the healing begins. And, you know, with spirituals and, you know, uh, it's just not all party and stuff. There's got to be a reunion because Africa is very spiritual place on earth. And uh, when it's called mother, yes, it's a mother, and the whipping hasn't stopped yet until there is a, a pretty much uh, a wave going back there of their own not to just go and pick fights and say, uh, why did you just going to say, hey, we're here to add value and also to be a part of this reality because every black person is an African. Let me ask you this. Spirituality. Let me ask you this. What is the difference between spirituality and religion? Uh, well, it's intertwined, I would say, it's based on my own experience. I can only speak for him. I'm not a learned, uh, 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 I would say, um, biblical or uh, philosophical person, but they're intertwined based on the individual orientation because um, I would share this. Most of my experiences is based on what I've seen and what I know. Uh, I'm blessed in that 
my grandfather on my father's side married six wives. Mm-hmm. My grandfather on my mother's side married six wives. And all the grand, great-grandchildren never one, one second say, I'm hungry. Because there's food everywhere. <laughs> you can go okay. to any of the uh, 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 pretty much the step uh, grandmothers and eat and crash mm-hmm. out. There's never lack of babysitter. <laughs> so uh, both of them unknowingly gave Lutheran and Catholic churches a part of their land to build. Their churches, right? Yes. They collected the land, built on it, and he religiously sent his uh, time giving, you know, first harvest and all those things that, you know, they, they, they give to the church. You know, the 10%, whatever, tithe. Sometime for communion, after a couple of communions, they denied him communion and said he's married to six wives. He should marry one wife. What does that mean? The man said, okay, I believe in God. So you guys are uh, discriminating about your, your, your God. And whatever it is, I still believe in you know, the God that created man and you know, heaven and earth. And it still continues with his uh, charitable life, the, the, the charitable lifestyle. So that goes far to say that some of uh uh, religions are hollow. They lack depth. And, and what would what would be the primary religions in, in Nigeria? Well, it's uh, the primary. It's mostly uh, it's it's kind of a divided, you know, somehow because of a cross pollination of spirits. Because so you have. Uh, the Islamic faith coming from the Arabic world and dominate you know, uh, you know, uh, the northern part of Nigeria, mm-hmm. and then uh, the, uh, the Christian from the south, you know, which is uh, based on the missionaries' uh, 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 exploration and exploitation. Right. You have the Baptists. You have the Apostles. You have the Lutheran. You have the Catholic. Uh, Catholic is uh, was dominant. And then I have the Protestants are now uh, pretty much um, diverse in their, uh, I know they have uh, uh, the uh, individually founded uh, Christian uh, churches, but then there's still the um, indigenous religion, which people believe in their deity, in their uh, karma and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of my uncles kind of still didn't see the, 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 really, the, what do you call it? Lutheran denied him communion. He always does his own you know, individual sacrifice. And it wasn't an issue between him and my dad that's a uh, Christian because uh, salvation is individually sought. So that's always right. been... Uh, what I believe in and what I practice. Because a Muslim might have a very stronger faith than a Christian. Who is there to judge? I don't All know. Right. Yeah, that's right. No judgment. But we do fast together. 
It's you very know, I interesting. Fast, I do fast with some, you know, Muslim. But yeah, I do fast with them. You know, when, you know, because uh, if you look at uh, prayer time, Muslims are very dedicated to praying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christians, you know, prayer is something that is planned, scheduled. But uh, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be that way. So uh, I would say religion and spirituality are intertwined, and um, some people play religion as a place just to go and worship. But then, you know, spirituality is something that uh, you just uh, you know seek individually. You know, to be spiritually enlightened. Then coming together as a group of uh, uh, folks that fellowship together. Then yes. it, you know it kind of uh, you know has an exponential you know um, uh, magnification and stuff. All right, cool, cool. Let's see if our other brother is on the line. Uh, uh, brother King Coco, are you with us today? I see him here on the board. I think he went away. Okay, we'll we'll wait a few minutes for him to come back on live. All right, all right. Okay, why don't you um, tell everybody, because we're in anticipation on having uh, Bash Ali on next week on the show, and we anticipate making some major announcements. So why don't you tell people who you are and what your professional career used to be? That's for you. Well, I think, uh, uh, well, let me start by introducing myself. Uh, IB is a short for Ibanga, but Ibanga is spelled uh, differently when it crosses the Atlantic Ocean. It's spelled, you know, it's pronounced differently. I would say it's spelled the same. It's it's called Ibanga. Then Mm -hmm. I-B-A-N-G-A, last name A-N-Y-A-N-G, but... Uh, to cut the long story short, I think uh, most of what I've experienced and uh, what I've been exposed to is on LinkedIn. So any of the brethren that is, uh, you know, uh, with us uh, on this forum can check it out. Is I as an iodine uh, period space uh, lowercase BSM boy. And the last name is Inyang, I-N-Y-A-N-G, just like the Yin-Yang, but this one is in the Yang, I-N-Y-A-N-G. Um, I think uh, my best experience has been as a goalkeeper, and that has formulated my way of perceiving life and looking at life and approaching life. So uh, from there, coming here, I did go to the University of Nebraska, food science technology, which uh, I had learned what I had to learn, but uh, I had opt-outs of uh, uh, food additives and all that stuff because there's no need to in the food chain. You know, the people are already eating organically. Mm-hmm. So uh, I migrated after two years uh, in 70. 79, no, three years. I came in 76, 79 to West Coast, where I did uh, 
broadcast engineering at College of San Mateo and Television Radio. Oh, okay. And, uh, at San Francisco State. Yeah, so uh, from there, uh, I did security, uh, security in 84, and operated it till 2005 or so, and phased out to try to offer solution to the African continent through Nigeria. Uh, we went into um, deploying backbone, which is a telecom uh, enabling uh, inf uh, infrastructure. So in that case, as we know, we know it. You know, folks without ideas try to kind of uh, take advantage of others. So uh, we had to end up in the you know, uh, court to straighten things out in, Mounds, in the Supreme Court of Nigeria. So, uh, as, a, as an athlete, that kind of uh, pays attention to how athletes are treated uh, in Africa, which was one of the reasons that I left, because uh, I don't compromise my team as a goalkeeper. That's what we're mm -hmm. to do. And that's in an African country. If you compromise anything, then hey, what do you do? How long did you uh, play uh, uh, professional soccer? I think it was it was brief. It was brief because uh, as a, a school goalkeeper in high school, which is secondary school, uh, we did uh, five years and I uh, started playing as pretty much serious from uh, um, I would say from three, which is about uh, uh, 14 years old. No, I said I was 15 then, because uh, our school was cut, out, cut short by the war. We were affected by the war. We were out of school for one year, the Nigerian Biafra War. So mm -hmm. when we got back, you know, uh, some of us that uh, loved the game kind of honed our uh, skills. Uh, during that uh, one year of not being in school, but you know, we'll just play and eat and run errands, and that's it. Because when you're in secondary school, uh, as a child, you just don't have any other business but school and family. You know, because the school, you know, sometimes it's almost like free, or sometimes parents pay. So um, we started playing minor co-op side at the age of uh, it's about 17, 16, 17. And uh, in my school, uh, Methodist Boys High School, around, and you can go on the Facebook. There's a Facebook page that uh, the team uh, that was dominant in the whole of uh, Southeastern State then, which was our school with a lot of trophies. Uh, we used to be hired by uh, Coffside while in school as missionaries to go play. It's just like uh, being in uh, secondary, you know, high school, and Fort Niners come to hire you to play. That's a, not, not playing the development squad, no, but being actively, you know, on the field playing. Mm -hmm. So, um, when my old man passed, uh, just graduated in '73. Uh, June 
and then he had a head on uh, collision on uh, 73 August. So I sat pretty much, you know, not, you know, kind of a, not making myself available because I had to, uh, I just had a job, but, you know, spend more time, you know, as a fisheries uh, uh, officer, you know, going to Atlantic Ocean and then, you know, providing for my mom and my siblings. Yeah. And then, uh, later on, I think at 76, I came out here, was in Nebraska, and uh, <laughs> a funny thing happened, Tom Osborne, the coach, was mm-hmm. told that there are good hands in the school, so he wanted to try me out as a wide receiver. So I didn't know what that was. <laughs> you are a wide receiver, man. Wow. Is he play football? I said, sure, I play football. So they showed me this ball that was oblong. I said, no, 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 not this one. They said, it's football. I said, no, this this is rugby, not football. You know, it's rugby. They said, no. They then I, said, I told them, then I can play because I'm not trained to play this. They said, no, but uh, uh, you can play. That's okay. Hey, I, there's not, no, I'm in trial. You give me the ball. I feel it because I just have to feel how, you know, if it's a rock or what. But mm-hmm. it's nothing but uh, 16 ounces of air, which is one pound. That's the same thing that uh, is in the, in the bladder in uh, uh, soccer. So, yeah. uh, but the, the soccer balls, uh, which uh, the goalkeepers today had behind mittens. You know, don't, you don't, mittens don't play the ball. You got to use your palm. You know, foul weather is when you use gloves. If there's no foul weather, you don't need no gloves. You have to feel the leather and know, know that somebody's hitting you with a good shot. So anyway, uh, I felt it, and then they threw it. How do you catch it? He said, make a U, make, a, make an O, you know, in your, you know, your, your fingers. And then you know, uh, in the soccer, you make a W, you know, to kind of uh, you know, uh, straddle both uh, you know, uh, uh, panels of the... Uh, of the ball, even though it's spherical, but the the same panel that you have to be able to, you know, make contact with. So anyway, yeah. very interesting. They threw it. I caught it. They threw it. I caught it. But the thing about football is, it is easy. It's too easy for me. I could have played it, but I opted not to play it because of my my uh, uh, physical makeup. My physical makeup is nothing mm. but, you know, uh, uh, patented uh, uh, soccer. You know, my muscular structures and everything, skeletal, is all formed to play uh, soccer, you know, even though I'm a goalkeeper. Yeah. So I even introduced diving. I introduced diving because uh, the only difference between American football and soccer is that uh, the receiver just recently started getting more protection. And then, uh, when once you're airborne, uh, pretty much you have to be allowed space to land, you know? So that was, that's the difference because of the hitting. But then, how can you tell me where to go and look around and find the ball? But I don't care what the striker is going to do. But I'm going to yeah. it. All right. That is, that is yeah. where... That is where the whole thing uh, uh, falls into. So 
Um, from All there, right. Well, let me let me do a commercial. I got I got I got to do a commercial break. Hold on a quick second, then we'll come right back. All right, you're okay. listening to T25CL Entertainment Galaxy Talk Radio. This is United We Stand. I am your host, Galaxy Chief Andre Ward. Please check out our website at www.t25cl.com and check out our many music artists with available CDs for downloading to your listening devices. We have six different radio talk shows, and on Sunday we have uh, uh, we're featuring One on One with King Coco, and on Monday. We have Compton Politics, and on Tuesday, we have The Mothership, and on Wednesday, we have Rousen's Corner, and on Thursday, uh, we have Soul Vibrations, and so on Saturdays, you have my show, United We Stand, and check out our music artists. Uh, check out their great music there, and download it to your listening devices. Uh, support uh, T25CL by downloading our music and viewing our film projects and check out uh, our, our great artists. They are super, super cool. Charles Small, Brenda Lee Edgar, Mark Allen Felton, Rosalind Jordan Mills, Renzel Merritt, Myron Edwards, Hunk Browning, Carter Jones, and Mr. Gates, Kemba, Young Bobby and Lexi, Wally Taylor, Chet Willis, Five Tempting Men, Leroy Wainwright, so visit our site. Check out the Kev Choice film as as well, and uh, and also our film United We Stand and Dr. Quake Koo's book uh, Whiteout as well. And so tune in to our Galaxy Talk radios. We have different uh, uh, talk shows here at Galaxy Talk Radio, and uh, and you're going to learn something very different on each one of our shows. And uh, my show the past couple of weeks has been no capital, no unity, and getting a better understanding with us here in the uh, diaspora and our brothers and sisters uh, from the homeland uh, in Africa. And you've been on here with myself and Brother I.B., and we also have our other brother on. I want him to come on as well. And when you mention this brother's name back home, look here, people stand up and shout. Uh, King Coco, what's happening, man? Yeah. Yeah. What's up, my brother? How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. What's up with you, man? I see you've been having some technical difficulties over there with the phone. How you going? It's all good. It's all good, man. Been having a good conversation here with Brother Ivy, and so uh, we've been talking about here and in, in, uh, in the homeland. So how's it going with you, my brother? We're doing great. I'm probably sitting right here somewhere in uh, Southwest Atlanta with a couple of my friends uh, that uh, I actually appeared on my show. So uh, he would love to say hi. He's loving to talk to you. He's been a guest of mine on uh, one on one with King Coco. So his name is Namso Akbar. Namso is contesting for District 36 Georgia Senate seat in 2019 yeah. 2018 elections. Yeah. So say hi to John Namso. Hey, how you doing, brother? I was listening in on your show. Um... We're out here at the park at uh, Oakland City Park, just um, enjoying the weather and talking yes. about how we're going to regain our image and control our image. 
Yes. Matter of fact, and how do you convert that into actual action, into changing our image? Because this is one of the things that we talk about here on the show. You know, we want to remove ourselves as the victims, as uh, from you know the things that have gone here in America with racism and slavery and so forth. And so, since we're 160 years removed from the actual slavery, even though we still are living in adverse conditions with the the racism, and uh, but hey, we're trying to move on from that stuff and build up our economies and our various communities here in this country. And we're starting here at Galaxy Talk Radio to do that. So, how do you? bring it into reality, my brother. You're running for political office because, you know, our people want to see some some results. We want to see some action. We want to see some visualization. So give us uh, your interpretation. How are you going to make these things happen? Bring it into action. We're moving from the talking point into some real deal stuff. Now, you know, it's, it's interesting you're asking that because we were actually... Um condemning talk and going to a phase that is going to be all action. Yeah. Um, as people around the world, I've noticed that we talk a lot. We like to do a lot of seminars, but mm-hmm. most importantly, we are failing and we're lacking 150% in building infrastructures. Yes. For example, this talk show that I'm on right now and you're on, let's look at the infrastructure that it exists on. It's not black empowering. Are you following me? It is not creating money for our communities. Mm -hmm. It is not laid or set up to create money for our communities. A lot of the infrastructure that we have existing now is just, is like, is like an online, an online um, office, an online production center where people with creative minds come together and somebody gives us the infrastructure to share our thoughts right right but now let's look at it if i'm actually on your show am i gonna be stupid or dumb enough to show my or to share my Uh uh-oh broke up Uh uh-oh we lost Connection. Well, he was getting into something there. All right, he'll he'll be back. And um, okay, they're there in in Atlanta, and the brother is running for public office, and we definitely want to hear what he has to say. And uh, and running for offices, so sometimes we do have problems with uh, the cell phones. And the reception was coming in very well, then it kind of went away. So I don't know if uh, they can hear me. So Coco, if you can hear me, put something in the in the chat box there. Well, Brother IB, it's you and me right now until they come back on. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I'm here, and uh, I think uh, the brother was on point and uh, saying that we need to kind of uh, have a platform uh, that we can unite, which we already did, we already have. There's United We Stand, and let's build up on that. And other, uh, we can network with other platforms which they are out there. We do yeah. have uh, Rainbow uh, Push, uh, that one. Don't know if Rainbow Push is uh, apolitical as it claims to be, but that, that I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, I think uh, a lot of uh, good uh, things have been achieved through that platform, which should be supported. And, um, you know, uh, we can reach out to our platform because right now, whether we believe it or not, Chinese are growing to Africa more than any, they're more thirstier for uh, uh, Africa than, uh, you know, to, to get pieces of Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, than uh, uh, we are even, uh, uh, even uh, willing to accept. So the owning, like I heard, is uh, it uh, Zambia? They own the uh, broadcast because if you own a broadcast, just uh, like uh, certain uh, ethnic minorities uh, do own a lot of broadcast rights here in the U.S. You control the media and then the power. What about power? So yes. uh, they own Zambian power. Uh, don't we have enough engineers, enough investors here in the uh, black economy? But in the United States, there's a very vibrant black economy, which uh, history does support that. We used to have, uh, a, 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 what do you call it, uh, a black Wall Street at some some part uh, of uh, the East Coast. Yeah. But how can, why can't we just go have a black uh, Wall Street in Africa? And then the others will come and, you know, to plug and play, prepare to plug in. So... That's the name of the game because you look at uh, the economy here. My Chinese counterpart that I went to university with is probably a billionaire. My uh, Iranian uh, uh, roommate, I was a multimillionaire when I was trying to make uh, just about $10,000 to buy yes. area, uh, area uh, uh, cable network. Just areas kept in the 80s. I couldn't afford it. But how did he become a, a multimillionaire, you know, even without graduating? Someone gave him the right intelligence. They buy, uh, buy Burger King. He took uh, the money that they sent to him, bought Burger King. Now I've been talking to him. He have close to a dozen Burger Kings in Nebraska. All right. So we need to start really talking, you know, among ourselves all on a serious note because time is up there and people are rushing Africa because there's no other place on earth that has that much deposit of minerals. Yes. And then yeah. that have that, that human capacity, over human capacity, all they need is just sense of direction, sense of training, sense of just being able to, you know, to, 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 to be their own bosses, which the black gene does have entrepreneurial uh, gene, you know, embedded in it. Because we're always trying to, you know, get, do something, make something happen. 
bring solution to, to our own communities, our own neighborhoods. But then, you know, without money, you can't do much. Right. And so money. we're 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 so, gonna try it. We're, what we're going to do is we're going to remove that thing, the common phrase, without money, without money, without money. And fairly soon, you can't we're do going that. to remove it. But That's right. Money, With, without can, the capital. Ourselves. Yeah. No capital, yeah. no unity. Uh, you know, we may be able to share our poo-poo and plantain with no money, but... Uh, <laughs> 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 you you so bring, gotta take it to the next level. That's right. And so with no money, okay, I cook some plantain, you bring some foo foo and and uh, we'll get some bushman stew and we'll share it together, no problem. And some pepper fish pepper soup, we'll have that together, no problem. But uh we need to yes, we do need the uh economic resources to build our facilities and to do our film projects and to do all the great things that you and I have talked about and the things that uh, uh, King Coco wants to do as well. But until then, no capital, no unity. All right. So we hope to change that very soon. And next week, we anticipate having Bash Ali on the show. We anticipate making uh, some very, very significant announcements and to moving these talking points into something that is real and that is tangible. Because we do have a lot of work to do in a short period of time to doing it. So, uh, Brother IB, we're going to pick up on it next week, and we're going to have a whole total different show next week, my brother. All right? So I know you got to go to the gallery, and so we're going to shut it down for this week. But we'll we'll get on Brother Coco's show tomorrow with a good connection from Atlanta. All right. And so uh, we'll just go ahead on and say today we'll shut him on down. We'll say Hotep and Assalamu alaikum.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.